right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again to step in the ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history. Just Freaking Wrestling. The JFW Podcast, hosted by Travis, dude. I'm Dizzle J. And we're going to talk to you tonight about uh, Dirty Battlegrounds, a little bit about SCW, and some of the things that we're hearing in the news. That's usually how it goes. That's, that's how every show goes. That's how <laughs> we we show. have the plan, you know? Yeah. We, yeah, we, we write it out. Throwing that synopsis on Yeah. Yeah, we're sitting here <laughs> with fucking uh, the websites and cell phones open and shit with all the information. Yeah. Uh, Jay, how are you doing, man? I'm tired. How about you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I think it completely sucks that you missed SCW meltdown last I, weekend. I know it completely sucks that I missed that show. Like I I felt bad. Like like just kind of rubbing it in your face. But at the same time, I didn't feel bad about rubbing it into your <laughs> face because I got to sit there and witness one of the greatest indie shows that I have seen in such a long time. Well, they they've never unimpressed us. No, definitely not. Um, so I, I want to talk a little bit about it, but I don't want to go into too much detail about it, because from my understanding, from what I heard, and this is the biggest thing I have, like, this is, like, maybe the only problem I had with the uh, show, and it's not their fault whatsoever, um, it's really difficult to kind of hear the announcers once in a while. I think they're talking, like, maybe just a little bit too loud, or they have their mouth too much on the microphone. So I didn't quite understand fully what everything was saying, but from my understanding, is like, some of these shows can be found on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm pretty sure it's right. I think that's what I understood the guy was saying. Um, to those of you in SCW, if you're listening to this, if I'm wrong, correct me on it. Uh, just to verify, but I think they are on YouTube. Uh, so I don't want to give away everything about the matches, but, you know, just talk about a little, a few of the matches, everything that are going on. Um, I guess the biggest thing, and, like, normally we do wait for the main event till the end of the conversation. Oh, man. But... <laughs> I was very excited when I got this text message. Yeah. So, Marshall Rocket is no longer the SCW Heavyweight Champion. Nope. Craig, Craig Mitchell whoop his ass. Craig. Yeah. I mean, like... I mean, it was obviously... I think it was a little bit equal. Mm-hmm. But Craig Mitchell, um, I think he outsmarted Marche... At the right opportunities. I mean, obviously, Marche being who he is, you know, a veteran in the ring, you know, he has the ring knowledge. But I think Craig has that sneaky, you know, like Master mentality. Yeah, exactly. So it, I mean, it was it was an outstanding match. I mean, it's weird because you you sit there and you you think to yourself like it's Marche Rocket. Obviously, he's gonna win the big one, right? You know, but but Craig. You know he he made he made he made definitely a believer out of me. I, I've been telling you that this kid is good. He's good. Uh, we've met him before. He was very, very nice to us. How, mm-hmm. how he treats everybody else is not my concern. No. Um, and speaking of that, I did just pull them up on YouTube, mm-hmm. so they are on YouTube. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, I think I think maybe it's the media thing. Like, maybe he just likes to respect the media because we are. Cons- I think we're media. Well, we can. We definitely yeah. consider ourselves media. We we can consider ourselves whatever we want. Yeah. So I definitely I definitely want to get him on the show. I would definitely love to talk to him about that title match. Um. Don't know too much about uh, everything before SCW, so I don't know if this is the first heavyweight championship or you know if there's anything else. But that's something I definitely love to talk to him about. Um, I just recently started following him on social media, so I've, he's been traveling all over the states mm-hmm. wrestling. So I'm glad to see him with the title. Um, I'm not sure if he has any more, but 
Now I'm glad to see him have the one that's close to home. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I see this as an opportunity for him to take an entire company, put it on his back, and fucking skyrocket it into like one of the greatest uh, wrestling shows in Illinois, possibly the Midwest. That'd be awesome. That'd be, that'd be perfect. I, I mean, I'd be happy for him because these guys bust their ass. I mean, like, oh, yeah. I mean, everything about it. Um, also, uh, Cobra. He was, it, he was there. He took on uh, Nick Cutler, the uh, the Dark Horse, if the you remember. Horse. Yeah. Uh, DeCobra won. It was, it, that was one of the brutal matches of the entire night because when when Cutler um, found an opportunity to take, uh, what's, the, what's the right word for it? Uh, I, guess I'll ch- I guess I'll try to, I, I can't fucking think of the word. Shortcut? Kinda, but no, not even short, not even cheating, but like like the Cobra during the match at one time, uh, had to tweak his knee or some shit like that. Because all the color did is he focused on that knee the entire fucking match. Nice. So he he pinpointed the problem. Oh yeah. And then oh, made yeah. sure that Well see the thing like yeah, and it's like it wasn't I mean, yeah, it was fighting dirty, obviously, but it wasn't cheating in any way because no, if you if you find a weakness, you, you have to advantage. exploit that weakness. Absolutely. And that's what he did. Um, God, I wish you were there to see these matches, man, because you miss so much action. Man, so I, I, I already feel bad much enough not being action. there. action. You should feel bad because it was so much action. But, I mean, you had Mary. Mary was there. Mary was yeah, there. Yeah, she, uh, she, um, she, she was calm. She, she was calm today? She was ish. <laughs> She was calling but no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, Mary was there. We had a good time. Uh, I heard you sat behind some dude with furry boots. We sat behind Steve. Oh, Steve. Steve was furry boots. Oh, man. How'd you see the show? I, 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 I sat straight up for a while. <laughs> Steve was fucking there. And, it, you know, it was weird because, like, because obviously when we got there, we got there a little bit late, which was on me. That was my fault. I was hoping to get there early, get in front row. Right. They feel quick. I mean, I think we got there a little bit after the door when the bell. Uh, oh. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We got there like a little bit after the door opened. But I mean, like at that point, like everything was filled in. Uh, they had some reserved seats and everything. So we sat in the third row, which still isn't that bad. No. But when I sat down and dude was fucking in front of me and everything, I keep thinking like, who the fuck comes to these shows wearing a top hat, wearing furry boots and everything? All of a sudden, fucking dude kind of turns around, doesn't doesn't look at me. I'm not sure if he noticed me right away. <laughs> fucking Steve, and I was like, oh my god, yes. Um, but uh, we 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 made an acknowledgement. You know, we were respectful to each other. Oh, that's um, nice. when we were out there. I mean, it was beneficial for him, definitely. <laughs> you know, to shake my hand and meet me. We didn't get the photo up because I think he was in too much awe of my presence to well, even I, ask for it. I'm in your presence quite often. I can right. see the office. Exactly. I didn't have a pen to give him a fucking, you know, sign his tits or whatever. So, but, <laughs> but he was there, and I got I got to say, he was a goofy fucking guy, but I found out why. I found out why he was wearing the furry boots, and he was wearing the top hat and everything. That's because he was, cha- he was rooting for his favorite wrestler, the manager of Elite Pain. Oh, Bobby Blues. Bobby Blues. Yeah. How did Elite Pain do? 
like I said, you missed an amazing Man. fucking show. Uh, it was a good match. Um, they they ended up losing. No kidding. Uh, but it was by disqualification, so they maintained the title. They retained them. Well, that's all that's important. Yeah, but they took the loss, which, I mean, hey, you know, again, opportunity is opportunity, and if you don't want to lose, but you feel like, you know, there's no other choice but to, you know, get out when you can, you take you take the loss. So, you, you know, you, quick low blow, match is over. Yeah. But it was nice. Yeah, so it was it was cool. It was it was fun to see it. Um McDuff was there. McDuff. McDuff. This, this is a, a buddy of mine. Angus, yeah. Uh first time I've seen him wrestle in twelve years, give or take. Uh he said it was his first match and I, I can't remember how long he said. I think he said six years. I think he said six. I was gonna say two or six, but six sounds more accurate. Which was weird was that I don't know if uh, if he's gonna listen to this show when he's around the misses or not, but he he wanted to refrain from me tagging him on any pictures, because I guess his wife really didn't know he was <laughs> wrestling that night. So, Angus, if you're listening to this and your wife is around, my bad, bro. <laughs> but yeah, but he did fucking awesome. Good. He did. Oh, what was the name of the guy he faced? The guy he faced was very, very Max Starr. That guy was fucking aggressive as shit, man. I mean, like, I, I think on case at a point at the end of the match that, like, I thought he was gonna fucking hang McDuff. Really? He came. He came out. You know, he had, he had his fucking noose and all this other shit. I mean, he's yelling at fucking people. I think he spit on somebody. Tore up a girl's sign. He's fucking just yelling at people. A very, a very unhappy guy. I feel like I need to meet this guy. He, I mean, yeah. I mean, he just seems like that guy who, you know, like, you accidentally brought him, like, a well-done steak when you ordered a medium rare and he threw the plate against the wall kind of guy. Oh. Jack Nicholson and uh, anger management. <laughs> that kind of, you know, I asked for over easy kind of eggs angry. Uh, very aggressive guy, but you know what? He was fucking. I mean, he knows his shit in the ring. Well, that's all that matters. Absolutely. As um, long as you can back up all your trash talking and all that yeah. shit, then you're good. Yeah, and the thing is too is like, is like you know if he, I mean, if he's meant to be a heel, he does a great fucking job at it. Right. You know, it was. I mean, like every, I mean, every match from top to bottom, even the fucking pre-match was awesome. Jack Sandler and Chris Classic was a great opener. Uh, the American Lucha, they had their grudge match oh, out. Really? They, yep, they did. Uh, fucking Malix Matthews versus Sombra Delgato. I think I pronounced that right. It could have autocorrected for all I know. <laughs> but uh, Matthews ended up winning. Bane came out to face the Sheik, Bane X. Nice. Which uh, I'm not. I didn't upload the pictures yet. I'm gonna upload them uh, after the show gets um, uploaded. But if you remember, the Sheik had uh, his kind of partner out there and right. mask and everything. So not to give too much away, and for those of you who don't like spoilers, you know, just skip the next 15 seconds or so. Um, at the end of the match, uh, the Sheik blamed his partner for the loss. The partner ended up taking off the one mask, revealing an American flag mask. Beat nice. the shit out of the Sheik, and he uh, he's up there waving the flag with Bainex and everything, and it was, it was awesome. So, you know, hey, face so, turn was, was, was he a covert agent? I, I don't even know. I mean, like, I'm excited to see the next month's uh, show, you know, to find out, which I don't, I think they said it was August. August 26th. August, yeah, I sent that, I sent that to you, right? Yeah, well, it's the same, I, I knew because it's the same weekend as something else, too. Oh, so I'll be going to that alone, too? No, 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 I, I should be going to that. Okay. Was, oh, I, the fair's that weekend. 
Oh, yeah, that too. That, oh, that was, okay, something else? No. no. <laughs> Fuck the fair. Ah, <clears throat> oh, shit. Uh, Mitch Blake versus Lamar Titan. I am very disappointed that Lamar, uh, Lamar Titan cut his hair. Really? He has a short haircut now. And he wrestled in pants. It was quite upsetting. The God of War wrestled in pants and a short haircut. Well, I mean... No! The God of War in the video game is bald. I don't care. It's like Thor having short hair. Does Thor have short hair in Ragnarok? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's not okay. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, but no, that was also a good match. Fucking Lamar. Lamar Titan's awesome. Lamar, Lamar's been good just about, every, I mean, everywhere we've seen him. Oh, yeah. I follow, I follow him on Facebook now, too. Yeah, I got him on there. I don't think... Um, I don't think uh, Craig accepted my friend request yet. So, Craig, if you're listening, uh, accept that friend request, bro. But, yeah. I think I had to send him a message of who I was and remind him who I was. People know who I am. He, <laughs> he, I mean, fucking cops are stopping me in gas stations because they know who I am. Oh, fuck. Oh, Bulletproof Industries took on Family Asylum. Lunatic and uh, Lumberjack. I'm not sure if Mary told you about the uh, the gross shit that Lumberjack and Lunatic were doing. Yeah, they lick people's heads. Yeah, they fucking also uh, squirt water into each other's mouths and shit. Oh. From their own mouths and shit. <laughs> like a fucking water fountain. Well. It, I, I mean, they are entertaining as fuck. Gross to fucking see. <laughs> Absolutely fucking horrendous. Um, just kind of go back real quick and kind of look at some of these pictures and shit, but, I mean, I gotta tell you, man, this, I mean, this fucking match, this, this whole show was fucking incredible. I mean, that crowd looks pretty decent, too. It was a big crowd. I mean, and, and they got into every match and everything. I mean, it's so many good, I mean, I should be a fucking photographer. Sergeant Brooks ended up winning the Battle Royal. Nice. So, so congrats to him. I mean, hopefully... They give him a um, opportunity, a title in the future. You know, there's uh, there's Lamar with uh, pants and short hair. Very upsetting. Yeah, you know, it is well, what it is. Maybe he just needed a change. Not that much change. Not that. No, not that. No, not that no. much change. No. no. No Chris Jericho coming back with short hair change. That's, yeah, that's like Christian coming back with short hair change. That's Triple H coming back with short hair change. <laughs> fucking Undertaker come back with short hair change. No, well, that was scary. That was... He was still scary. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what's weird, too. I mean, like, you know, the Undertaker is a fucking real estate agent shit. He's been going around selling fucking houses to people in Mohawks. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, I guess at the same time, if someone... If fucking Undertaker is off you a house, you fucking buy that house. Here you will rest in peace. <laughs> fucking take it. Just don't hurt me. <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, um, the show is good. Like I said, it is on YouTube. You can check it out. Uh, the next show is in August uh, 26th, I believe you said. Is that a Friday or Saturday? I believe it's a Saturday. Gotta hope so. So make sure you guys uh, you know, follow uh, SCW on Facebook. It's Southland Championship Wrestling. Saturday, August 26th is our next show. We'll keep you updated on that, of course, when more information comes through. 
And like I said, they do have a wrestling school that you could go to if you're a fan of wrestling. Message me how, and I'll give you the information for it, or you contact them and they give you the information directly. Oh, shit. Before we move into uh, the Battleground, what what was your thoughts on the uh, article that Mary sent us earlier this week about Raw and SmackDown eventually going to uh, the WWE Network? I, I thought that was... I thought that was the probably the long run plan. You know what I mean? I thought they would pretty much bring everything to their network, and then that would be set. It wouldn't be on USA anymore. I thought that that was the game plan to me, anyway. Um, I don't have a problem with it. I have the network. I don't know what other people will do that don't have the network, or if you're in places like where I live. You can't get really reliable internet without paying a pretty hefty price mm-hmm. to have the network. I can get it on my phone, so therefore, I'm good no matter what. But I think it's cool. At the same time, I don't think it's that great. Yeah, I mean, I, I think when it comes to like the younger crowd or the younger fans, the younger generation itself, um, you're you're not going to lose fan base when it comes to Raw and SmackDown. No. The older guys who don't want the network, who like cable television, I think, I mean, like, because I saw people, and I mean, they commented, because it was a Facebook post. Right. And had the comments where, like, you know, ain't going to change anything. Their half is, if they leave cable, I'm pretty much done watching wrestling then, because they don't want to get the network, and they don't want to sit there and, like, you know, fiddle with, you know, the internet or anything like that, you know, it's, so I, I guess it's a mixed bag on what you want to do, you know, it's like, you risk losing the older crowd because you're moving there or you know i mean i guess in the long run financially it may make you know more sense because now you're not buying airtime and shit like that you're just producing through you know your own network well i mean i want to know what that means as far as rating Mm -hmm. like you know we're we're tv what pg right now yeah so what if they wanted to get back to that attitude error-esque can they do that on the network, or is it FCC controlled? Are there going to be fucking commercials? I don't know. Well, I mean, so what? Uh, so if you sit there and you look, if you look at the network as a whole, um, like you have the Stone Cold podcast on there, right? They censor uh, foul language. Really, they do. So I mean, I think I think it's like I. Even though they own it, I mean, it's kind of like I mean, to my, in my mind, it sounds like Netflix. Netflix, I mean, they have nudity, they have drug references, they have, uh, you know, murder, violence, and everything on these, on just like on their and uh, like Netflix original shows. Right. So I'm assuming that Netflix has control of what they put on their brand. I'm assuming WWE probably will have the same thing, but I think they want to still draw that younger crowd. I would, I would still think that you could make, I mean, you, you, one of my ideas has always been to have, like, an organization that is basically a rated R organization, not to take anything away from Edge, but could you imagine just being able, at 18 over shows, wrestler comes out and just pretty much, you know, fuck you, because that's what you know what they want to say, but they can't say, because there's kids around. I, th- I think, the big, and, and I get what you're saying, like, I would love to have shows just like that. Like, old ECW. Right. You know? 
I think the biggest problem is nowadays is like the difference between, you know, the mid nineties and right now is wrestling is becoming more of a popular um event, sport or whatever to kids. I know you still get those adults and everything who enjoy watching wrestling and shit. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them, like a lot of guys who grew up loving that shit now has children. And last thing they want is see fucking some topless bitch running around hitting people with chairs. You know, I mean, I would love to see that. I would love to see it. I don't know if you would be all right with like your four year old seeing that. No. So, but see, I'm also smart enough not to watch shit like that when my four year old's. Well, see, that's the big thing. Like now, you now you're asking WWE to create two separate shows. Like what? Make Raw rated R and make SmackDown PG. I was hoping the other way around because SmackDown's putting out better. Yeah, but Raw right. is Raw. That's you know, true. It's not even because it's the original one, but because of the word Raw in it. You know. <laughs> Um, but I mean, like either way, even if you do it the other way, the th- I mean, the point is like, now you got to focus on, are they going to have wrestlers show up on both shows or are you, the only way you can see, you know, AJ Styles is watching the R rated show or the only way you can see Seth Rollins is watching the PG show or how do you decipher which guy ends up on which show? I'm just wondering how they, how any of these guys make money off paying, like, Say, for instance, somebody else is using my account. Okay. Okay. Now they just lost ten bucks a month. Mm-hmm. So you you know it's got to be like Netflix, where everybody's using somebody else's account. Are they really making money out this network? Um, I don't know if they're making what they're hoping to make, but from the numbers I've seen, they have increased over the years. So they must be selling commercial time on their stuff, too. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about it in the long run. Like, like, let's say, okay, in a perfect world, 10 million people have the network. Okay? Okay. At $10, you're making, what, 100 million bucks? Yeah. Okay? Even if you have, like, let's say 50 million people, they have they have half. Let's say they're, like, five, let's say only 5 million people. Okay? Just for all of it. So half of the people have the network. They don't let the other half of the people use the password. Granted, it's not right. You shouldn't be doing it. But hey, you do it anyways. <laughs> but even at those five million people, or those five million people, you're still making five hundred million dollars. I guess, and you're still making money at the house shows and selling yeah. the product. And yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, people would never cheat things. But I mean, at the same time. You know, people still do it. You can't control it in any way unless you sit there and you d- you develop a program for WD Network that says you could only log into one thing at a time. Right. And that is it. If it's opened up in multiple locations at once, one gets shut down. Yeah, I think that'd just be too much. I don't think they'd be able to do it. I well, mean, I'm sure they'll be able to do it. It's possible to do it, but I don't think they will do it. No. You know, it's like it's just like one of the things that it's it's inevitable. It's, you know, you're not going to be able to change it unless you get a program like that. Right. But, I mean, even if, you know, even if half the people in the fucking world who have the dirty network shares with somebody, yeah, it's such a dirty because they're losing out on that money. And the only people they're hurting, you know, is the dirty not themselves. But at $10 a person for however many people have the dirty network, I mean, they're still making great money from it. Um, I just, I don't know outside of NXT, like, how many people are watching, or even, like, watching, like, some vintage pay-per-views. I mean, how many people are watching, like, these actual shows on there? Like, like when I watch 30 Network, I'm watching the pay-per-views, I'm watching NXT, and I watch Table for Three. 
That, that looks interesting. Table for Three is, is very good. I would definitely recommend watching it. Um, but, like, I mean, the Stone Cold Podcast hasn't been on since he uh, interviewed Dean Ambrose. Which sucks because I like the Stone Cold Podcast on there. I like when he talks to guys and they're, and they're fucking shoots. You know, they're shoot interviews. They're right. not They're not works, you know. He's talking with the guys. I forgot. I, I watched one with him and it was one of the best interviews ever. I, I like that because Stone Cold's so relatable as like a beer-drinking redneck, I guess. That it makes it seem like, you know, me interviewing you. Mm-hmm. To where we know so much about each other and it just seems fun because we're having fun talking. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. And that, yeah, and that's what I like about it because, like, I mean, like, he he's still Steve Austin. He's just not being Stone Cold Steve right. Austin, you know? You're not going to get stunned if you go on the show. No. Maybe. Um, WWE Network has 1.63 million subscribe, paying subscribers as of right now. Uh, which they say is an 8% increase from last year. So if you look at that and you take, a 100, you take that and times it by $10 a month, you're making $1.6 billion. No, I'm sorry, that's a lie. You're making $16 million because 1.63 is 1,600,000. <laughs> oh, sorry, WWE, I did not get you the money that you deserve there. Um... But, I mean, even at that point, I mean, they're making that just off the network. I mean, uh, that's a month. They're making $16 million a month. I just hope we're not seeing the decline in WWE. I I never, I don't see that happening anytime soon. I mean, people are always going to love watching wrestling. Even if people sit there and say, like, I mean, okay, perfect example. I mean, like, with with you guys. When you watch pay-per-views, you're watching pay-per-views with friends. Right. You know, so you get, like, you know, two couples, three couples. I mean, whoever you invite, I, I really don't know because I'm never invited. So I don't know who's there. <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah. Not my house, man. Yeah. So you got, like, you know, three or four different individuals who potentially could have the, you know, the right. network. But you guys just share it on the pay-per-view. And, you know, I don't know, like, so the couple you guys watch it with. Yeah. Do they watch Raw and SmackDown? Yep. Okay. Do you see them watching Raw and SmackDown on the WWE Network? Well, they're they're like yeah, they have the internet. I can okay. see them watching it. So now, when it comes down to you, with you living in Bufu, Egypt, fucking not having you know the perfect you know internet and all that shit, I have to watch it through my phone. Yeah, so you're gonna watch Raw and SmackDown on WWE Network now. You're gonna sit there and watch it on your phone rather than trying to watch it on TV like normally. Right. You know, and that's what it comes down to is like those people. I guess it comes down to how committed you are to watching wrestling and understanding what's going on. Because, the, I mean, the biggest thing that they show about on this article is that you can watch wrestling on YouTube, you can watch it on DD Network, you can watch it on Facebook. It's on social media so much, you really don't need to watch Raw fucking 7 to, 7 to 10 p.m. every Monday. You know, I, th- I, think three hour, I think three hours of Raw is too much anyway. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of it just becomes filler and it becomes boring. Um, I, th- I think it needs to go back to a two-hour show, and if it's on the network, it'd probably be a, almost a two-hour show because then you don't have fifteen thousand commercials. Exactly, and you know, and that was my thought exactly. You know, um, if you go back to the network, you could drop it down to two hours because you're not going to have what three to five minutes of fucking commercials every ten minutes. Right. You know, so if it goes back to the network, I'll still watch it. And the thing is, like, it's like it's like watching uh, the DVR. I'm not going to watch it that moment, but it's there when I want to watch. Right. You know, so I can go back on, you know, I can go back on Thursday and I can watch Raw and SmackDown and shit like that. 
And what would be perfect is, like, you have Raw, SmackDown, 205, and NXT all in one, all in one place. You don't got fast, through, uh, fast forward through commercials. You don't got to sit there hoping that, you know, fucking a press conference cu- cuts half of it off. You know, your, your DVR doesn't record far enough beyond Raw because fucking Raw goes 8 to 13 minutes over sometimes. And you forget to fucking put the extension on there and you miss the ending. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bad day. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. At the same time, you don't got to sit there and save it on your DVR if you want to go back and watch it at some point. It does take a lot of room. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, like perfect example was the um, the Alexa Bliss. This is your life thing to Bailey that everyone says was a complete uh, massacre, and you, you can't even find it anywhere to watch it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I missed it, and I deleted true. that raw because you know I already knew everything that was happening. But I regret never seeing that. But see, if it was on the network, it would still be there. Well, that's true. So, but I mean, that's. It's just one of the things, like, if you want to go back and watch Raw from fucking, like, two months ago because you remember it had a great match or something, or a funny promo on it, now it's there. I mean, I wouldn't want to go back and rewatch that either. That was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it's like a car wreck. I mean, it's bad, but you can't turn away from it. I want to fucking see it. I want to know what's going on with it. I feel like even Alexa Bliss knew it was terrible. It probably wasn't her idea. If it was her idea, oh, fuck that. Ah, oh, fuck. All right, Daddy Battlegrounds. Um, so we sucked at this. Yeah, we sucked at this. Out of eight matches, we each got three rights. So, I mean, that's a plus. Yeah. Um, if you want to start the uh, beginning of the pre-show, Aiden English versus Ty Dillinger, I'm going to be completely honest. I don't watch the pre-shows, so I didn't see this match. Did it, you have to catch it? Wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad as far as, I mean, Aiden English and Ty Dillinger. I thought Ty was going to win for sure, but Aiden English pulled it out of the hat. I don't like him. I The Aiden, the Aiden English uh, guy that he is now, the gimmick that he's doing now, the whole like singing, fucking opera. Yeah. No, I don't like it. I get they're still kind of going off the whole vaudeville thing, mm-hmm. but he, he needs something different. He's too fucking white to be shirtless. They need something completely different. I mean, every time this fucking dude walks out, I mean, like, it, it's literally the pinnacle of fucking vaudeville. Like, you see him, like, this is the type of dude that'll fucking tie someone to a railroad track as a train's coming by. Yeah, nah, nah. yeah exactly. I mean, I mean, this guy's definitely him, but I fucking hate it because you don't have, you don't have that tag team anymore, so now you're just some weirdo doing it on your own. I, I think that he needs to nix the singing... To me, he kind of he. If he did it right, he kind of looked like a James Bond villain. Like you, you get him to some sunglasses that aren't stupid, and have him maybe I don't know what you do with him, but I, I can't stand his character right now. If anything, he if anything, he's one of those guys that should go back to NXT. I mean, he, in my opinion, nothing against him. He is a decent wrestler. But he's taking a space on the fucking uh, main roster. I mean, when you have Aiden English on SmackDown, and you have Bobby Roode in NXT. Uh, it, true. Very, very true. Um, but Yeah, like I said, I didn't see the match, but Aiden English did win. Um, so we both got that one wrong, because everyone thinks the Perfect Ten would have won. And hey, maybe that's a twist that fucking SmackDown wanted you to think, you know? Well, you would think being called the Perfect Ten. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, New Day took on the Usos. Uh, see here. I said the New Day was going to win. You said the Usos were going to win. And the Usos lost. It was still a great match. It was a very good match. I, Of all these matches, this was my favorite one. But what was amazing was, is no matter what the Usos threw at the New Day, they kept kicking out. And what was weird was, uh, Big E wasn't part of the match. Right, it wasn't. it's not often you don't see Big E. Yeah, I mean, usually they have that power guy mm-hmm. in there to help out. You know, you get the, Arab, the uh, acrobatic, or the aerial, the aerial uh, guy, and then you got the powerhouse in Big E. But now this time you got two aerial guys, you know. Especially being like, you know, a high-caliber pay-per-view championship title match, you think you would want Big E in there. Because yeah. I can't I can't think for the life of me, and I'm sure it's happened. I can't remember Kofi and um, Xavier Woods tagging together. I thought it was always Big E in there. It, it has happened, but not very often on a pay-per-view. Usually, you know, you know usually when they're on SmackDown or Raw, mm-hmm. they, they would do that. But I really haven't seen a pay-per-view this past time, which made me wonder if Big E was maybe under the weather or had a nagging injury or something like that. Maybe. I mean, like, you really didn't seem to interfere too much in here. No. No. But it was one of the better matches. Um, I enjoyed it. Shinsei Nakamura and Baron Corbin. I didn't enjoy it at all. Really? It was really boring to me. I thought it was a very hard-hitting match. It was so boring. You just don't like Shinsuke. I don't like Shinsuke. But I did pick Shinsuke to win, and you did pick uh, Baron Corbin to win. Uh, Baron Corbin took the loss. Yeah, he also kicked Shinsuke in the nuts, so... Yeah. It usually happens. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, mean, some, well, I mean, sometimes you got to... Uh, no, see, he gave a save for that guy, because it's not like he was retaining the title. Nope. He just... He just maybe. Do you feel that maybe this was a point like where he fell into a panic where like he didn't want to get pinned by Shinsuke, so he just took a way out to say, "Listen, I'm done." Oh yeah, I mean it, this is the way he he still keeps his credibility as a badass, and he gets out of the match without taking a real loss. Yeah. See, and this and this is like I thought this was gonna be the build up to be like, "Hey, listen, I don't want to get beaten down too bad because I can still cash in later tonight." So that's where I thought this was heading. Like, you know, like, hey, listen, he just wants to get out, you know, get himself ready to go. So when that pay-per-view, when that pay- uh, main event's done, he can run out there and cash in. Well, maybe he changed his mind because of a big problem that happened towards yeah. the end. But I think we'll get there. Huge fucking problem. Huge problem. Huge problem. This um, one surprised me. Yeah. Neither of us saw this coming. Natalia defeated Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Lana, and Tamina. In a five-way elimination match. I picked Becky Lynch. You picked Tamina. Uh, I thought that Becky Lynch was going to have this because she literally had two submit, uh, two eliminations back-to-back. Right. And they got the list on here. Uh, Tamina, uh, your girl. Yep. She was, li- she was eliminated, uh, eliminated by Becky Lynch uh, at 8.08. Nine seconds later, Lana submitted two. So, I mean, they're both submissions. I mean, like, within nine seconds, she knocked both of them out. Uh, 13 seconds after that, uh, Becky got eliminated by Natalia. And then about a minute and a half or two minutes, after, two and a half minutes after that, Natalia beat Charlotte Flair. I'll tell you, I was real happy as soon as uh, Natalia rolled her up. That way I knew you didn't win either. <laughs> <laughs> At that point in the match, that's what I was pulling for. 
I was yeah. like, let's go to Charlotte or Natalia. Yeah. What's weird is like, I mean, like if you ask anyone out of these five, you would assume that maybe at least the majority would have picked Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte or Becky. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm happy Natalia won. I mean, like she's been out of the title picture for a long time. It's awesome that she's going to have a SummerSlam moment for the championship. That'd be great. Uh, what were your thoughts on the fact that at the end of the match, Naomi came out to shake her hand and, uh, and Natalia just walked away? I think Natalia is just, you know, she's got that headstrong. She don't, she don't need Naomi. She doesn't need... I hope that Natalia wins at SummerSlam. Yeah, I mean, she, I mean, she deserves it. She does I deserve mean, it. I think of all the women in the locker room... I mean, she's. Like I, I, think said, she, I think she's been there the longest of everyone. I, I, like I said before, she came in at a time where the women's division was the divas division, and they weren't the best of wrestlers. She came in as a wrestler, not just a pretty face, but a wrestler. She was able to do stuff that the guys were doing. Even to this day, she's still one of the best in the ring, mm-hmm. and she can go with just about anybody. I would love to see her beat the shot James Ellsworth, but... Yeah, he uh, he should be coming back soon, right? Oh, yeah. His, his 30 days has got to be up soon. I see... Do you see Cam- Carmella's got the shirt says free James Ellsworth? <laughs> I don't understand what that fucking storyline is. I, with I have no too, idea. But, um, quick fact for you. Uh, if I look here real quick, and I just want to be accurate about it. It looks like the last time Natalia had the, held the title was in... Uh, 2010, as a Divas champion. Really? Yeah. So uh, it's been about it's been about seven years since uh, November 21st, 2010. She won a Survivor Series. Uh, uh, it was a handicap match for Layla and Michelle McCool. And she won a Divas championship in that way. So it's been uh, it's been she seven years. The Taker's wife. She did. She beat. She beat Taker's wife. Um, but yeah, uh, seven years since she held a title, and that was the Divas Championship, which uh, you know they retired obviously last year. Mm-hmm. So you know this being the more prestigious uh, women's championship, I think you know that's gonna make give her more drive to want it. Right. So hopefully it works out for her. And I, you know, hope for the best. Hopefully she wins. I mean, she to me, N- Natalia is definitely a future Hall of Famer. Oh, I would. I would say regard like no doubt. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if she's gonna get in before her dad. <laughs> and there's a low blow. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, I don't see so. So when you look at Bret Hart is the only Hart. Well, Stu Hart is. I mean, his father, but Bret Hart is in the D Hall of Fame. Isn't Owen? Owen is not in. Really. Um. I thought that to make everyone happy and it's the right thing to do is you have the Hart Foundation be inducted. A stable, like the Four Horsemen. Yeah, why not? You get you get Bret Hart in there again, you get Owen Hart, Brian Pillman, the British Bulldog, and Jim Dion and I Hart all together as one. I think I think that's something they should look into. I, I, I thought that would be something they would do. Yeah. Yeah, keep that in mind because when we do do um <laughs> do do we do our uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hall of Fame uh, predictions and shit like that, that's the stable I'm going to pick, flat out. Because that's the one I've been thinking about for years. You know, when like, the whole like thing a few years back when people were talking about how 
you know, Owen Hart should be uh, should be inducted and all these things. Um, um, but yeah, when we talk about that, that's gonna be the stable I'm gonna want because I'm because we're gonna pick stables, we're gonna pick tag teams, uh, male competitors, female competitors. I mean, even fucking celebrities and managers and shit like that. But the Hart Foundation, I think, deserve to be in it. Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. After watching Tuesday Night SmackDown, I have no idea why they did this match the way they did it. It's completely fucking stupid. Uh, but Kevin Owens beat AJ Styles, mm-hmm. which that was your prediction, so you got that right. And um, it, uh, it was kind of a weird finish. I mean, like, I, it, it ended it ended awkwardly to me because it didn't seem like it was supposed to be the uh, finish. Right. It was like it was kind yeah, of it, it did it didn't feel right. Yeah, it was like it kind of like it was one of the things like you think that some more shit's supposed to happen, but something got screwed up where they had to end it early or some shit like that. Because like literally the pin happened, he rolled out of the ring, grabbed the belt, kind of fucking left. And you see AJ in the middle of the ring, like you know talking about how like his shoulder was up and all this shit, but it just didn't seem like that was supposed to be the appropriate finish. And then, what, Styles took it right back on Tuesday night? Yeah, and then he won again on Tuesday. It, it makes no sense why they had Kevin Owens be the champion, lose it at a house show, win it back at a pay-per-view, just lose it again at Tuesday night SmackDown. Maybe maybe AJ, well, you can't even say AJ's got his number because he lost at the pay-per-view. Yeah, he lost in a one-on-one match, you know, but... Um, it, the the ending was weird. The match was still good. I mean, anything with AJ was in it is in it is fucking phenomenal, pun intended. Unless you're Mary. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, we had to talk about that. We yeah. li- we listened to AJ South theme song three times on the way home. And she told me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't fuck around when it comes to AJ Styles. AJ Styles, if you're listening to this, I'm still waiting to uh, get your response to be on our show. Hashtag Styles F J F W. Right on. Style GFW. Hashtag. Uh, Cena versus Rusev. A pretty brutal match. It was a brutal match. Cena won. Right. You took that. Uh, you took that. I said it was going to be Rusev, and I was wrong there. I wasn't a big fan of the fact that half the time, the flags were on the ground. You know, I, I said the same thing when I was watching it. I was like, you know, that's illegal. It... <sighs> It, it 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 was weird watching that shit. Like you realize that the American flag is not supposed to touch the ground. And great, you know, in respect to Rusev, the Russian flag, you know, right. well, you know, but I mean, that it wasn't a traditional pole match, a flag no. on a pole match, because literally you end the flag on a pole match by grabbing the title or grabbing the uh, flag, and that's it. The match is over. It, it should be this. They had to grab the uh, flag, take it up to the stage, and then put it on their pedestal. I think that was the downfall of the match because now you're, you know, you you're, you have the flag laying on the fucking ground. Yeah, I, d- I did not care for the flag laying on the ground part. That, that's funny because I, I said the same thing and I was sitting there watching it with mm-hmm. other people I'm with. I'm like, you know, that's illegal. And they're like, oh, well, what do you mean? I'm like, the flag, the, the country's flag cannot touch the ground. Yeah. I was like, I don't know about the other one, but I'm going to suppose that it's the same fucking rule for every fucking country's flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can't touch the ground. It's, it's, it's disrespectful. I mean, I have family that was in the military and stuff like mm-hmm. that, so it's like, I don't even wear, like, I'll wear something that has a little American flag on it, but as far as a full shirt that's an mm-hmm. American flag or pants, I, I refuse. 
Yeah. It, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, it, it, it was just, it was a weird thing. And I'm sure there are people out there who felt the same way. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear too much about it on social media, so maybe it wasn't as blown up as I thought it was going to be. But, I mean, like, you got to have, you got to have a certain amount of respect when it comes to, you know, symbols of the country. You know, right. whether it's Russia, whether it's the U.S. But for John Cena to be this fucking, you know, huge, like, you know, res- you know, showing all this respect to the military, saying, oh, you want the flag to lay on the ground? Okay, that's cool. Yeah, right. It makes no sense. They should have had a traditional flag match where you just grab the flag off the pole and then you win. Instead, it wasn't a huge fan of this match. It went on, it was, this match was 21 minutes. It went on 20 minutes too long. <laughs> so, I, I did I did like the finish, though. Yeah, all the uh, AA through the ch- uh, tables. Yeah. I liked that. I did. I mean, I mean, at least that was the best thing of it. It's just the whole flag laying on the ground thing was... Yeah, that bothered I, me. Yeah, it was inappropriate. It wasn't... <laughs> um... It didn't need to happen. Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis. Wasn't much. I, I feel like that this could have been a pre, pre-match show, or pre-show match. I didn't care. I mean, I really didn't care about either one of these guys. It's hard for me. Zayn I liked when he was on NXT, but it just kind of fizzled out for me when he came to the main roster. Kanellis is cool, but... I. I, just, I didn't really care for him in Impact. So, for him to be in WWE wasn't like, oh my god, Mike Kanellis, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think I think Mike did a lot better when he was in, like, um, Ring of Honor, New Japan, mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of him in TNA, because in TNA, he was... Um, didn't he do that? I mean, I could be getting him mixed up with somebody else. Like that talk show thing? Or am I getting, no, no, no. That, am I getting mixed uh, up with someone else? That's Eli Drake. Okay, so... I Yeah, g- dummy. That's the thing. That, that, yeah, that's fucking that. idiot. Oh, wait, with that button? Yeah. Okay, then fucking Mike Bennett didn't do anything to catch my eye fucking TNA thing. Because no. for the life of me, I can't fucking remember. I, I remember more of Maria in TNA than I do... Mm-hmm. Mike Bennett. Yeah, so I mean, Mike Tellis. I'm. I mean, like, I like him as a competitor. He's a great worker in the ring and shit. I like his chemistry he has with his wife. You know, I think that's amazing too. This was definitely a top of the card match. You know, first match during the pay per view, pre show match, whatever. But, I mean. Maria fucking, I think, interfered one too many times just to make it a little bit awkward in there. Yeah. And then fucking, he ended up costing, it ended up costing Mike the match and Sami Zayn took the win. Um, Not too much about the match. Just, that, that happened. Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton. <laughs> Pujabi prison match for the WWE Championship. Um, you said Mahal's going to win, which he did. This match went on for almost half an hour. The, Any... ma- the match was good until Singh Brothers and the big problem came. How did uh, how did you feel about the um, about the one of the Singh Brothers dropping from the cage onto the announcer table? I was happy with it. 
That was that was a pretty rough landing. <laughs> it was a little bit of a rough it was landing. Very fucking rough. Um, I I didn't mind the match. I mean, when you like, I mean, like we said last week, Orton and Mahal in this match was a lot more entertaining to watch than Batista and Kali. Yeah, like the the match itself was good. It's all the the interference bullshit I could have done without. Yeah. Even though I knew it was gonna happen, you know, he didn't come out with the Singh brothers. Okay, where the fuck are they? Like I looked at my old lady. I was like, I bet they're under the ring hiding. Sure yeah. enough. Well, it's like it's one of those things where you sit there and you 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 tell everyone that you know you're the modern day Maharaja or whatever the fuck it's called, uh, and yet you go on to talking smack after the pay per view saying that what you did wasn't illegal, that everything's legal in the match, and you used everything you could to retain the championship. I mean, it took you and three other guys to fucking retain this uh, championship in which you couldn't do the one simple thing, fucking grow a pair and win it yourself. Well, I mean, how, how many champions have we seen do the same thing, at least for their first championship, and then when they finally learn what they need to learn, then they go on about their own? Randy Orton, he did it before. Randy Orton won his first championship on his own. He he still had a stable there, but he wanted. I don't fucking. I can't remember. I if Jinder Mahal loses the title, I will fucking hate it if they put it back on him because nothing against him and no disrespect, he does not deserve the title in any way. No, I mean for the love of God, I mean and like it's not that he's a bad wrestler; he's a decent wrestler. He's a decent wrestler. But when you get guys like fucking like Ryback who never won no fucking title, but fucking Jinder Mahal is. I mean, right. come on now. And Jinder Mahal was in fucking three-man band, you know? And right now, the most successful out of the three. Yeah, I mean, you got the one guy who's still in fucking NXT. You got the other guy who's fucking tagging with Rhino. Fucking Rhino never fucking won the heavyweight title of fucking WWE. But Jinder Mahal did? You know I mean? like Well, when you sign on to the Indian market... <laughs> so it's, it's just one of the things, like, you know, like, there's so many other wrestlers who... Haven't had that opportunity yet. It just blows my mind that, you know, like, they gave it to Jinder Mahal of people. And, like, it was just a rant. I mean, and, yeah, maybe it has to do with the whole India fucking business relationship that WWE is developing with them now and everything. But the fact is, you have all this other fucking talent. I mean, Bobby Roode's still in NXT. It would be glorious if he came up. He needs to fucking come up. Hashtag Bobby Roode WWE. Um, main roster. Main roster. Fucking hashtag main roster. But it's like, I just, I don't see them giving Mahal back the championship after he loses it. Now, because of this, I don't know when he's going to fucking lose it. I mean, he could lose the SummerSlam against Cena or Shinsuke. But if the Singh brothers and the Kali, and the great Kali are going to fucking both be there for X amount of time, then I mean, what, what the fuck are you going to have to even make an opportunity to fucking win the title? And my question is... is First of all, great Kali looks like he's in great shape. He looks like the same shape. He the same shape he's always been in. So he he didn't get fatter. He didn't get skinnier. He kept it on level. But he looked to have this man have to climb up that Punjabi prison just seemed like a task. I mean, I didn't see that coming. I don't know if you thought no, it was coming. No, I there there was nothing. I kind of, I kind of thought at some point in time we might have seen them because of gender, but 
not like See, this. and that's another thing, too. It's like the last time we saw fucking Great Khali, he... I'm sorry, no, correction. Not the last time we saw the Great Khali, but the last time we saw Great Khali and Jinder Mahal together, they were fighting each other because Jinder Mahal was upset because the Great Khali was the Punjabi playboy and not the Punjabi nightmare that he was supposed to be and shit. But now they're okay with each other because he has the fucking title? I mean, the great Khali's fucking 7'3". He doesn't need to be someone's bitch. And that's what he's doing. He's being someone's bitch. Well, that's what's happening. Yeah. He's a 7' tall bitch. Fuck yeah. And hey, great Khali, if you're listening to this podcast, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck it, Brand- yeah, so fucking Randy Orton took the loss. I don't know. Uh, he was on Tuesday Smackdown. Tuesday Night Smackdown. No. So... I don't know where he's going to be at. I don't know if he's gone for a little bit or not, but next guy to step up is either uh, Shinsuke or John Cena. I'm hoping it's Shinsuke. I'm, I'm hoping this, too. I mean, like, as much as I'm sure there are a few select people out there that would love Cena to be a 17-time champion. Okay, well, I'm not saying I don't want him to be a 17-time team. I'm just saying I don't think I want him to take it away from Jinder. I believe that that match is not the match I want to see. You know, what I'm, you know, that's two. Cena seems to put on matches that are fucking A quality when he's fighting people like Shinsuke, Punk, Styles. The guys that have a different style than he does. Uh-huh. And those seem to be his best matches. So I don't want to see him take it from gender. I want him to see him get it because I think he deserves it, but not from gender. And not at WrestleMania. I think. He's he's had too many WrestleMania moments. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know. I mean, I want Shinsuke to do it. I want Shinsuke to win uh, Tuesday against Cena. I want him to win. A, if he does, I want him to win a SummerSlam. Because, I mean, like, it's outside of AJ Styles and Kevin. See, I can't even fucking say it now because it's. My original thought was, like, there aren't a lot of indie wrestlers who. Did he start building off of that one the championship? Obviously, that is not true. Like Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, and Kevin Owens. But I mean, like, there are people that have come here now that still haven't gotten that championship opportunity. Right. Sami Zayn, you know, and fucking Bobby Roode, Eric Young, you know, the smaller guys who who are still around who haven't come up yet who need those fucking opportunities. Fucking Bray Wyatt. I think still needs a strong, solid title run. Finn Balor still has yet to win back the championship after holding it for one day. Right. I mean, if anyone in the WWE right now deserves to fucking be champion, it is Finn Balor. Because that fucking guy got hurt in the middle of a championship match, popped it back into popped place himself, in. finished the match. I, re- I remember that. I saw, I saw it. I was watching it, and I was like, Dude, just pop this arm back and no, no, that's not what happened. Like, no, I'm telling you, that's just what happened. Mm-hmm. This cat popped his arm back in and then beat Seth Rollins. Not just some no name. This is pay per view. Yeah, Seth and Rollins. it wasn't. It wasn't like you know he fucking popped it back into place, got in the ring, did a roll up, and the match was over. No, the match went on for a few more minutes. <laughs> yeah. He did his finisher, the coup de gras, and fucking pinned him. I mean, he won it in a legit fashion. And then he has to give up the title because he got injured, and he is not in a title pitcher now. He's doing some mid-card fucking he, He's even had a rematch for the title. I think he had a number one contendership match. I think he well, they lost. Had, they had that final five way for that, and then he yeah. was in that. Yeah, I mean, like, I, 
he deserves it. I think of anyone on the Raw roster, SmackDown roster, whatever, he deserves it more than anyone else. Right. You know, hashtag Finn Balor Universal Championship. We need to do hashtags. We need to make. We need to create more hashtags. Is, it, is that the thing? It's, it's got. It's got. It's got to be now. Cool kids are doing. It's got to be now. That's why here. <laughs> fucking pound sign. Fucking shit. Um. That's what I love. It's a hashtag. It's a fucking pound sign. It's a fucking that's, pound that's, sign. We grew up. That was a pound sign. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I. I feel bad for Finn Balor thinking about it now. I mean, like, I feel bad for Bray Wyatt losing to fucking Randy Orton. Right. Yeah, you know, that still fucking bugged me that they fucking did that shit. You know, Bray Wyatt finally gets something that he deserves. I mean, if you're getting over with the fans and you're fucking doing what they're doing, you fucking deserve those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Quit giving it to fucking Roman Reigns. Right. And when you get the whole crowd to turn their cell phone lights on mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah. And just, you can spew whatever you want to spew, whether it makes sense or not. Yeah. Or at least then sometimes I don't understand it, I guess. Yeah. I mean let the let the uh do their thing, you know, I'll just I'll just sell my storyline uh ideas to GTS, so There you go. Fuck yeah. Um shit. I think we covered everything, right? I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> it's time to ring the bell on this episode. One day. One day you can get One day I'll get One it day right day all right, perfect. Hey, quick shout out to uh, the fans out there who listen to our show. Geo, thank you for staying involved with the show. Steve, you know, you're you're nobody, but you know we still like hearing from you. So get, get back in touch with us. <laughs> uh, the rest of you guys out there, if you want to get involved in the show or you got any questions or concerns or comments for the show, you can send it to us through our social media, Twitter and Facebook by searching Just Freaking Wrestling or JFW Podcast. Check out our iTunes and everything for pictures of all the recent shows that we go into. And, of course, the shows in the future. We do have a website, so make sure you check that out. Justfreakingwrestling.myfreesite.net Gives you bios and upcoming shows and everything there as well. Um, shout out to uh, GTS, uh, YouTube wrestling show uh, ran by Grimm. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's, it's a little bit out there. It's a little bit edgier, but it's a lot of fun to watch it because it's a group of guys we have a love for wrestling. They put on a quality show for everyone. So make sure you get that checked out. I think that's it. Okay. So I am Travesty. <laughs> I'm Dizzle J. Thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling. The JFW Podcast. Peace.